Hi, I'm Janelle. And I'm Monique. And welcome to Is Marriage Worth It? We are just two single chicks, girls, women. Anything but females. Trying to figure out what marriage is like and is it worth it? I'm assuming the best place to get the answers is from married people. Maybe engaged people, newlyweds, and even other singles. Each episode, we will have a guest answering different questions we have or that you may have about marriage. Join us as we try to figure out, is marriage worth it? And if it is, I wonder if my future husband or yours is listening right now. Hi, I'm Monique. And I'm Janelle. And welcome back to another episode of Is Marriage Worth It? So our guest today is Aliyah Jamari. And the way that she is a guest is we are in the same like Facebook group And she had posted like a comment and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to ask her to be on the podcast to talk about this because I have no idea what this subject is about. So might as well ask somebody that lives um, a lifestyle like this. So she agreed. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say something about myself, but um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, tell us about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Aaliyah Jamari. Um, I, the way that I date is solo poly, which is what she's referring to. Um, and I decided on doing this specific type of dating because I, things just weren't working out the way that I was doing it previously. And then, um, I realized this was something that was specifically, I could resonate with and it actually worked out pretty well for me so um yeah I I date solo poly um and I am 28 years old I don't know what else to say about myself but um yeah (laughs) okay so I guess to start things off can you tell us what solo poly is Oh, um, to you, solo polyamory to me, because people can define it different ways and people can um, date within different realms within solo polyamory. There's so many different ways that you can do it. Um, But for me is that I am my own person. You know, I live with myself by myself. You know, I date multiple people. Everybody is aware everybody's kind of on the same playing field and they, they know it. And I get treated pretty well in the process. And so do they, um, cause they're allowed to date, you know, whoever they want, however much they want to. And it just, it's harmonious. Um, and it's not as serious. Now I could take it a step further and make it hierarchical, which at some point in my life, I did make it hierarchical where there was, you know, kind of just you know, my little main piece, you know, and then I kind of had everybody else, you know, um, behind there. So you got, you know, primary and secondary partners and stuff like that. But I felt like that put too much pressure on one specific person that I was dating. So I decided to leave everybody on one playing field at the time. So that's what solo polyamory is. You are your own person. You make your own decisions. You still move however you want to move, but you're in kind of basically many relationships with everybody else, but they're allowed to date whoever they would like. Okay. 
I think that makes now that kind of makes a little bit more sense in my head because like when you wrote that you were so low poly I was like what I don't I didn't get it I was like I don't understand because as you kind of said I guess it depends on each person's Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. of it so before you kind of mentioned before you decided that this was you what was dating like oh uh crash and burn crash and burn um so dating for me before was I would rush into relationships and I would get into a relationship with the person I think what really the relationship that really made me decide to become solo poly was I was in a two-year relationship with someone he was a little bit older so he was pretty established he had a home and you know I moved in with him and stuff like that and um, we were thinking of starting a family and, you know, that whole nine, like he would come home, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning. That was my man. I was playing husband and wife. And then once it was over, you know, because I realized that I had a lot more life to live. I didn't want to really kind of be up under him. I still had, you know, I still want to move across the country and do whatever I wanted to do. I was fresh out of college. And so once I realized it was over, I was like, hey, did I just waste two years of my life? No offense to him. He you know, it ain't no offense to him. But also, you know, I was kind of stuck in this relationship when I could have been exploring because I didn't you, personal. But I didn't lose my virginity until I was 23. I met him around 24, 25 ish. And, you know, I was like, let's go. So kind of hopping into a relationship based on what I thought society standards should be, you know, kind of based on society standards. Um, it kind of left me a little stagnant, especially after I left that relationship with basically nothing. I was catering to him a lot more than I was catering to myself. And so, um, that's what made me decide to be um, solo polyamorous. Well, actually, I kind of naturally jumped into it. And then I realized there was a name for it. One of my friends on Twitter was like, hey, you should probably look this up and, you know, join this um, um, polyamory group and stuff like that. And kind of, you know, kind of dig into it and see exactly where you are on this spectrum of polyamory, which I did not know was a thing. I thought it was just you had to be in a relationship and it's just multiple y'all, y'all competing for each other's attention. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> what we're not going to do is that. And so um, I think that's what caused me to say, OK, all right, let me look into this and see if this fits me. And I started being a lot more open because usually when you date, you're dating other people. Everybody knows you're dating other people. So right. usually people are like, when I say I'm solo polyamorous, they'll say like, oh, well, that's dating. But no, like a lot of people aren't cool with you dating like that. Mm-hmm. They're not cool with you dating so many different people at one time. And, you know, them not knowing, you know, what you're doing, how you're moving and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of people want you to be honest with them. And so... That, I think that honesty, and a lot of them call it ethical polyamory, which I don't really like to say because I feel like polyamory in itself is ethical if you do it right. Um, but, you know, letting the people know exactly where you are, how you're moving, and everything is basically what that polyamory aspect is to dating those multiple people at one time. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So you had that, you had that relationship and then you got over that. 
And so when you decided that you found a name for um, the lifestyle, what was it like, I guess, the first time hopping into a relationship and then, or dating multiple people? Um, it was great, because I realized I was cute, one. <laughs> okay. I, it's not that I didn't think that I, you know, was cute, but it was like, oh, okay, a lot of men are interested in me, and I'm used to just giving my attention to one guy, and so... <laughs> Kind of having it spread out and not really having to, you know, I had a lot to focus on on me. I was in therapy and stuff like that and kind of not having to really throw my all into one person um, and just kind of, you know, focus on myself and still date casually and, and have fun. And like, it was great. Honestly, like I started dating um, one guy and then we decided that, hey, this is what we're doing. He was open about where he was at. I was open about where I was. Um, and, you know, I started adding on to a bunch, okay? And I was like, okay, this is cute. This is fun. Because, like, I would go on a date with some one guy that I really wanted to, like, an activity that I really wanted to do. And another guy's like, oh, well, um, I want to take you here. And I want to do this. And I want to take you on this trip. And I want to do this. And it's like, I'm letting them know exactly where I am with all of them. And they don't the question that they know exactly where they are so it's not like a whole lot of drama okay. added to it I only had the only people that I had drama with was the guys that weren't honest about them being okay with it should I say and it was a couple of people that were not okay with it and then there was one guy that wasn't honest with me so um we had to go ahead and uh cut that off but after that and I just decided you know okay I'm gonna just you know kind of chill with the flow and you know get rid of the people that I know kind of filter through like okay you're not cool with this okay you're not an honest person like it was beautiful honestly it really was beautiful until I got caught up in another relationship thinking that I wanted to get married and that's a whole different story so a quick question about when you're dating the multiple men, do you tell them like right up front or do you go on like a date or something first and then say, hey, I am dating other people? Or is it something oh. that you say before? Um, I tell them usually up front, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And if you're cool with it, you're cool with it. If you're not, you're not. And usually men just trying to get, you know, with me, they're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's something that I really want and not really thinking about it. And that's when a lot of issues come. But usually I'll tell them like, you know, as we're talking, because I take a time, I take time to like talk to people before I actually meet up with them. And so unless I've known them before, beforehand. And so I'll say like, hey, you know, I'm dating most people. I'm not really, you know, ready to get into a relationship right now. Um, but I am dating around. I'm very open about, you know, what I'm doing and how I'm moving. They're pretty cool. So some of them met each other. Um, some of them have been cool before. I won't say they're friends. Now, that, <laughs> that they want to, but they're cool with each other and they're, they're cordial and have been in the same room and it hasn't been any, you know, issues. So um, I usually tell them up front. And I'm very honest up front because I feel like even if I wait a little while and they kind of get into it and their feelings get caught up, they're going to be upset. So. 
And do you usually find it's easier to connect with people? Like, do you do online dating or do you mostly meet organically? I do both. Um, because the first guy that I actually started this with officially, even though I was doing it before not knowing, um, he, I met him offline. I met him on Twitter randomly. We would just comment back and forth and it just wound up being a thing. Like, and I was just like, okay, well, this is cute. Well, I, I just want you to know. I don't want anything serious. We can just chill here and, you know, make it rock. And he was like, okay, well, I got my own things going on. So I was like, okay, that's great. So he didn't even live near me. So he would fly to Atlanta from LA to see me every month. And it just worked out so well because he would go home after a week. And I was, <laughs> I, like, I was just like, this is beautiful, you know? But then you, you kind of have those things where you kind of get caught up, you know, you can get caught up in your feelings. So um, it gets a little different. It, it, it gets different. I'll say that. <laughs> With this, was it hard to, did you tell your family and friends that this is how you date or has it, has it come up? Um, so <laughs> my mom is very traditional. I, I will say that. So my mom has said like, and my grandmother, they both have been, cause I, I'm closest to them out of anybody else in my family. Cause you know, we come the women. And so, um, They've been the most vocal. Like, I don't understand how you do this. I don't understand how you how you just can stop. Are y'all playing with each other? Y'all playing with each other's emotions? And I'm like, no, actually, we realize that we're not ready to be with each other or ready to be in a relationship. So we're moving exactly how we should. I don't think we should rush to get into, you know, marriage and relationships and stuff like that. And do what we need to do. Do what we want. And so we're ready to settle down and make that step. But I hadn't met anyone that I really wanted to do that with it's not like oh I'm going to be so low polyamorous for the rest of my life at any point in time I can choose to stop and right. do monogamy which I did at one point <laughs> but we back to the solo polyamory because absolutely not but um my I think my mom was the most like the most displeased with the whole process because she's like my daughter she was she was trying to say oh well you can't keep a man for anything I'm like I can keep a man a man can't keep me but also they're still around tell it let me tell you that they're still around they will always be around okay and so like there has been times where I've hopped into a relationship and then I got back out and went straight back to having the same people in my solo apartment polyamory lifestyle just that like nothing ever happened and so um my mom has always been like oh well you, when you're gonna get married when you gonna have kids when you gonna do this this is not sustainable and I'm like well it's sustainable for me so deal with it I don't know what else to say huh. all right so you allude to you you do the solo polyamory and then you may get into a relationship. How did you go from the solo polyamory to being into a relationship? So I'm very open, even in my solo polyamory that, okay, maybe I, I'll find a connection with someone and 
that I might be the end of all of it. That's it. And so um, even though some guys kind of try to be that one connection um, and they kind of compete to be the one that I choose, um, there was one that I, he actually was kind of new to the bunch. So I guess I was just interested in um, once we kind of, we, we clicked pretty well. Um, we were both goofy. We were both fun. You know, he did all the right things at first, should I say. And I was just like, okay, well, I could see myself with this person. And it was the first one I, everybody and I was just like, yeah, this would be cute. And so um, we decided to be with each other. And once I decided, I told him, I was like, hey, I kind of have, a, you know, this, 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 this person, you know, still kind of waiting, you know, just there. <laughs> And so he was actually beside me when I texted most of them and said, hey, you know, I'm trying this relationship thing. I'm trying out monogamy with this person. And, um, you know, there was eventually going to be a day where this came to be. And I wish you well on the rest of your journey, whatever that journey may be. And so um, most of them were cool with it. Um, Some weren't too happy, but they got over it. Cause they're back, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that's kind of how I transition. I just let them know like, Hey, you know, this is where I am right now on my journey. And if I come back, I come back. If I don't sayonara. So how long did uh, this relationship last? <sighs> Crash and burn. It was probably like December, four months four months and I had to realize that I still wasn't ready to be monogamous. Like I was doing the same thing as I was in the previous relationship before I started my solo polyamory journey. And I was putting a lot of his needs first and a lot of things that I really wanted um, wasn't coming into fruition because I was so focused on what he wanted out of a relationship and he wasn't, he didn't even know what he wanted. So he said he wants something and I adjust and then he, he mad at that. So I'm like, well, what, what do you, huh? And so I kind of had a moment of like burnout, you know, and honestly, if we're being hundred percent open, I wound up getting pregnant in that relationship. And, um, it, he stressed me out so bad. That I wound up starting to miscarry and it just, it just crashed and burned so horribly. He was abusive emotionally. He was abusive physically, he put his hands on me when I was pregnant um, there was one point where he, you know, choked me and it was just oh, no. really, really crazy. Yeah. It was really, really crazy because he seemed so charming from the beginning and everything that I ever wanted. And then all of a sudden, like just switched, just completely switched. And, um, so I was like, ah, we ain't doing that no more. We're going to go back to solo polyamory for the time being. And it's going to take a lot for that next one to step up and show me that he's worthy of even making me step out of solo polyamory again. Wow. So after well how long did it take you to get back and did you take time for yourself before you started dating again? Or did so, you kind of hop back into it? So I kind of sort of hopped back into it inadvertently. And I'm gonna be honest about that because um I was going through a lot of course you know being pregnant and you know stuff like that and so they naturally were like um because I'm very open and honest about what I'm going through on Twitter in hopes to help people and so like they were like girl you all right like 
do we need to come back in and hop back in? So they were actually playing the role of stepdads. Like, hey, whatever that baby need, whatever you need for this baby, like, that's cool. We got it. So they sending money. They buying stuff for the kid. Like, I got so much baby stuff still. I'm like, we're going to carry this over to the next one. And, like, they really, really, I realized how much they really, really care for me and how much solo polyamory isn't just, oh, I'm having fun with this person, oh, this and the other. They're real connections with real people that really do care and really do love you in a sense. Like, you might not be in love, but they really do love you. And I have seen that in the men in my life, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, aspect. So I kind of hopped back in it, um, just kind of naturally kind of being, I don't want to say vulnerable, but I was vulnerable, but kind of having a lot going on and naturally caring about that. So yeah, I'm still taking time. A little time. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. All right. So I guess you do get to go on, I guess, depending on how you date, you do get to go out on a lot of dates, essentially different yes. types of dates because I guess you don't have the same personality trait with all the guys that you date I guess they're different maybe yeah all guys are different they're not the same men which is really cool um like some men have taken they they pay a lot of attention I think because we're not actually together they're like oh I got to do something make sure that she knows and I'm I'm here okay so like they will they will listen to what I have to say or listen to me like mention something you know just off the top of my head that I want to do and then next thing you know we're doing it so like one guy took me on a safari one guy took me to the Dominican Republic one guy would take me to any restaurant that I would go to so we were pretty much foodies so we would go to any restaurant that I would mention that I really wanted to try and then um, there was one guy that I was like visiting a lot because I just wanted like, hey, I want to get away. So they would take me away to have, kind of have a little vacation where they live and kind of take me around and stuff like that. Because I like to travel, and you know, see places. Um, one of the guys took me indoor skydiving randomly. Um, one guy took me to like feed giraffes because I love giraffes. Um, me too. I love them favorite animal I think I'm a giraffe and so um yeah I, I've had really 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 good dates and it's been so much fun just going out and having fun with men and it takes like solo polyamory takes away all of the pressure of like you know oh we we got it I don't know what exactly the pressure we put on ourselves when we become monogamous but um it's just it, it feels different and so solo polyamory is just it feels free it feels like, oh, I don't have to do and perform and stuff like that. It's just more so let's have fun. So I go on, on pretty good dates. I have a lot of fun on all of those days. And it, it'll be random stuff. Like if I, I really love poetry. So some men have taken me out to poetry nights and open mic nights. And one actually encouraged me to get on the mic. Never again, but it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. I like poetry, but I don't know if I should be performing it. So, yeah, um, I have really, really good dates. All right. So you've had some awesome dates. Let's try to see if there's a flip side. Have you ever been on any bad dates? Uh, okay. I don't want to sound kind of shallow, but I, I had a situation where there was a guy where he was, in a sense, moving like he was solo poly, but he wasn't. 
really. And that was one whole thing that was an underlying thing with us because I was like, something don't feel right here and I'm, I'm pinpointing it. And so I guess he felt like, oh, okay, let me take you out to go get something to eat or whatever to kind of get your mind out there. Like you, you might want or something like that. Even though I'm not the type, I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to tell me that I'm the one, you know, because I know I'm yeah. next. You're not my one. So why would I? <laughs> oh my. Like, you don't have to do all that. So he took me to Chick-fil-A and we were to drive through. So I ordered what I ordered. He ordered a few things for himself. I don't think it was a full meal. And I think he came out to like nine something, 10 something. I don't know how much it was, but his car declined. And he was just like, how do you not know? How do you not know? How you treat me and it it, it declined. I don't, you don't have you didn't check your bank account before. At least we walked out the door and you just say, hey, okay, can we get groceries or something? Or like figure something else out, or hey, I can't really treat you. Something came up. Like, I don't know, but it kind of embarrassed me. I mean, I had the money and I paid for it, but he didn't even acknowledge it. And I think that was the biggest part of it. It's like, okay, yeah, people go through hard times. Like, I've been there, trust me. I get yeah. it. But like the fact that you are open enough to like speak about it it was just I don't know and I make it very I feel like I make a safe space and I was told that I make a safe space for for men to you know let me know what's going on at any point in time and so for him to not even you know just say anything about it at all you just kind of ignored it kept on moving ate my food you sat there ate your french fries and whatever drink you got and we just sitting there looking at each other and i'm like are you good and he's like yeah i'm like oh okay so that that won't too fun that won't fun at all and then there was another time where one of the guys that i was dating he was his his person his one of his people one of his, the people that he was dating um, she messaged me on some crazy stuff while he was with me saying that she was number one and I was number two. And I was like, I was not made aware that they were drinking at all. So, and, and she was very disrespectful. And I, she was like, she messaged me on Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, um, what did she say? Because he had flew in to see me. And I think we spent like a day or two together. He had his family reunion. And I'm very cool, you know, I'll meet your family, no problem, as long as they don't, they know we're not together, and okay. we're not, that's not, there's no pressure on that, like, I'll, I'll meet them casually, that's not a problem, and so, um, he had a little nervousness of meeting part of his family for the first time, so I was there to support him, and stuff like that, and it was really nice, and, um, the next morning, I guess, because maybe she knew, well, he did wind up telling me after the fact that she did know that, um, I went to the family reunion with him and I guess she felt that she should have been the one. I don't know what she was thinking, honestly, because she shouldn't have messaged me in the first place, but she messaged me saying, I know you like the taste of my pussy on a monthly. And she was like, stay in your second place. And I said, I just, I didn't even say anything to him. I couldn't respond to her. She blocked me. And I just showed him the, I just literally handed him the phone. It was like, handle this. Cause I, I, I can't today. I can't. I cannot. And so he got on the phone with her and 
stuff like that. And we were supposed to do something else for his family reunion. And actually, I had a great time with his family. So it was just like, dang, like now I'm about to go missing because me and him are not on good terms. And I don't think it was fair for them to kind of see me with a little attitude because I know I was going to have one. So um, he went to go hang out with his family. He kind of came back and he was kind of like taken up for the girl. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is what we're not going to do. And he was like, well, she feels embarrassed because I guess she thought, you know, some of my tweets were about her. And actually it was about the guy with the Chick-fil-A and him not being open and honest about the woman that he was messing with. So I was thinking about him. And um, and he was messing with another woman as well that was coming at me crazy as well. So I was thinking about her. So I guess she thought I was thinking about her, even though me and her had never interacted. I knew she existed. She didn't quite know that I existed in his life. She just kind of would question. So she would do little slick things before then where she would comment under my comment on his Instagram. And I would, I would just delete the comment because I'm like, I don't have time to be going back and forth with you, girl. And I would just say something to him because if there's a problem because that's your girl. I'm going to say something to you. Ask you the questions. See what's going on. I'm not going to get into it with her. So what she felt whatever she felt to come at me, it was just, it was insane to me. And so um, I didn't like the way that he defended her. Um, she thought my tweets were about her. And I'm like, girl, I knew you existed. Um, why would I have a problem with you if we never had any issues? Why would I be tweeting about you, very specific things about you if we didn't have any issues? So you're not really solo polyamorous because she would always, you know, post about her solo polyamory journey and stuff like that and how she had all these men and stuff like that. But you, you really worry about this specific one, girl. You're real, real worried. You're real, real sick that, to the point that you're messaging me and I have nothing to do with whatever y'all got going on. And so he defended her. We had already had a trip planned that we were going on after the, look, like the end of the family reunion that morning. And I went on the trip and then I came back and I actually had a therapy session as soon as I got back and I was supposed to take him to the airport right after. And I ended that baby because there was no way you were going to defend another woman messaging me uh, ever, ever. Cause I would never do that. I would never have messaged her, even though she commented on my stuff and she was getting a little too territorial. I said something to him before any of that happened. I said something to him like, Hey, does she know that I exist? And he was like, I don't know, I don't know. you know, kind of like going and all yeah. like, cool. But then I um and I let it go because I was like, you know what? It's still nothing. It was a little comment, whatever. And so then um even afterwards, I guess he stopped talking to her. I won't talking to him at the time. So it was just like, I told him to go be with her. Go. If that's what you want. If that's what she wants. She wants monogamy with you and you thinking about it, you know, you go ahead and you pursue that. I'm only here to help you grow and help you to be whatever you want to be. If you want to be monogamous, you go ahead and you do that. I'm supporting you. If that's what you want, but you're not going to disrespect me in the process, you go ahead. And so I guess he was mad at her for what she did because I stopped talking to him, cut her off. So then she messaged me again. So I just... Look, I was going to give him another chance maybe later on if he, you know, came back. But it was just like at that point, cut off. So, yeah, that was pretty much the two extents where, like, bad, quote, unquote, dates didn't turn out too well. 
because we had a whole weekend plan and we it it was ruined like I was mad the entire time so I know our listeners are going to be like Janelle has not said anything in this diet thing and I just feel like I'm taking a lot in because while I've been aware of like non-monogamy and polyamorous relationships this is I'm just sitting here like wow okay this is definitely a, a school of thought that I like never really thought of before. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, first of all, I'm really mad this woman was trying to contact you. I don't know. I personally don't believe in contacting other women. If you have a problem with a relationship, I'm not right. in a relationship with another woman. So she is not my concern. If I have a problem, right. I'm contacting the dude. So why is she contacting you twice? Sorry, I would have already had her been blocked since the time she blocked me. Because first of all, that's a dirty move. You don't get to say something ugly to me. And then before I can reply, you block me. I would have right. never, though. No. Right. And um, I think it that was that's what really um, boiled my blood for it. And then I was like, okay, respond to her and you're defending her? Oh, no, 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 oh, no. no. By the time she mentioned me the second time, I have followed her. I played cool for a second. I was like, all right, we're following each other. And then when she she got, she wound up actually contacting one of his friends and was talk, talking crazy about me, not thinking he was going to get back to me. I emailed him because we were, he was black, okay? <laughs> his number was saved under fuck him. I was not messing with him. And so I sent him an email. I was like, get your girl, get your girlfriend. Cause I would, I would play with him. Like, get your girlfriend out my DMs. Please get your wife. And he would be, he would be upset. And he was like, what did she do now? So I was like sending him screenshots and let him know. And we kind of had a, we had to have another conversation about everything that she was telling me. Cause she was like, he won't really in love with you. Cause we did express those emotions that we were in love with each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but we weren't ready. We were not ready. And boy, would that have crashed and burned had we tried to be monogamous. And so she felt like she was, you know, I don't know what she felt like she was, but it was just, it was insane. And I felt like it was super messy and that's not, you know, I'm solo polyamorous. It's not supposed to be messy. It's not supposed to be crazy. I'm like, it's me living my life and I'm focused on myself. Why am I worried about another woman? And so by the time she, when she messaged me the second time, I just let her have it. I was like, you're not solo polyamorous. Like you try to say you are, because if so, you wouldn't be so mad. You wouldn't have messaged me the way that she messaged me. I've known you existed. I didn't care. As long as he treated me the way that I wanted to be treated, I couldn't care. I could not have cared less about your existence. So why would you even care so much unless you really wanted to be monogamous with him and it turns out she did and whatever happened there uh, I was told they're no longer even in contact that don't got nothing to do with me so that's right oh well it is what it is at that point yeah that ain't got nothing to do with me she still talk about me on social media but she'll be all right <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> she's too old. She's too. She older than me. I'll take that. Yikes. So, what would your advice be for someone trying to discover if solo polyamory is for them? Um, be honest with yourself first and foremost. Can you handle dating other people? One, multiple people. Can you handle that? Um, because a lot of people are very you know, monogamous at heart that they can't, you know, split their attention 
amongst mother, multiple people and they can't split their feelings amongst multiple people because you will develop feelings for more than one person. That's just honesty because um, we're human. And also, can you handle your, your partner that you actually have feelings for, you know, dating multiple people? Because that is the hardest thing. And even if they have feelings for other people, because I think one of the things... I didn't want to get so deep to where I fell in love with someone. And so, and I told him that and we did, it just, it happened on both, on both ends. And I didn't know that he also had the same deep feelings for someone else. And that's where the, the messiness kind of came into. Cause I'm like, hold on, you feeling the same as that way that you feel about me about her? Oh, that's what we're not going to do so let me go ahead and retract these feelings and, and protect myself in this process and keep it you know where it is because at this point it's getting a little muddy and so mm-hmm. to be 100% about like are you okay with you know the possibility of that happening and someone that you have feelings for having feelings for other people can you handle even seeing them like on social media like following each other on social media because I know that my partners cannot stand following me on social media because I'm not going to sit up here sugarcoat that I'm not dating multiple people. You're going to see it. You're going to see every every gift that gets sent to my house. You're going to see everything. So are you going to be okay with that? I have guys that will be at my house and a, and a package will come in and they looking like, what? What you get? Like, who was that? They looking for the note, acting like they left their keys. Yeah, I know. If you listen and I know you came back acting like you was looking for your keys and you was looking for that gift and whoever sent it. Baby, I hit it. So, <laughs> so, so, um, can you handle that? Like, will you be jealous of, you know, that? And if you do get jealous, because sometimes we do, can you, can you check yourself? Like, that's, that's the main advice that I have because this is, you know, we're still dealing with people. We're still dealing with human feelings. We're still dealing with, you know, your feelings. Can you handle that, you know, that aspect of it where, you know, you might develop feelings for someone that doesn't feel as deeply for you, but still want you around because they feel that you have a connection. It's just not as deep as you thought it was. Or can you handle, you know, the person that you have feelings for, having feelings for someone else and you feel that they are treat they are treating other people better than you. Can you handle that? And um, I had to sit down and was like, and I'll do this. And I sat back and was like, ah, no, this one just was a dud. I I can handle this because I've been handling it for a minute now. Let me go ahead and cut this off. And you have to be able to be honest with yourself the entire process. Um, Even when you do start to catch feelings for someone, you got to be honest with that, with yourself. Because sometimes when people are dating multiple people, they don't even want to open up. To the fact that they have feelings. So you have to be completely honest with yourself and honest with all of your partners and honest with exactly where you're at with all of them. If you can handle that, then go ahead. If you can't and you know that you can't right now, don't even try it. Because people try to say like, oh, you're a player. I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to da 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 da. This ain't fun. I mean, it's fun, but don't get me wrong, but you have to be very vulnerable and very honest with yourself to to a T. Like you cannot play around. You can't play with yourself. You can't play with other people because 
it gets really messy and really crazy really fast. You think you can't you can't handle one and it get crazy? No, try handling dating t- ten different men at the same time. It's wild. Wow. So that's my advice. That was some solid advice, though. Very solid. Thank you. I had to learn all of that. <laughs> It's a a process, I would assume, like each, well, do you call them relationships? Are they relationships? I do. Okay. Yeah, I call them my exes. Okay, I just wasn't sure. So with that and dating multiple people, I guess it's not like super pressure, but how do you still take time for yourself? Woo, that was something I had to learn that my therapist had to really work with me on because she was like if you can't master this you gonna have to cut all of these people off and I was like okay yes ma'am all right okay <laughs> I had to learn like what I really love to do um by myself you know because I didn't really have so many hobbies at the fr- at first and so I was kind of just going willy-nilly like okay wherever you want me to go I'll go yeah you know and not really recharging and kind of getting stressed out because I'm like I'm not really pouring into myself like you know as much as I would if I was just on my own and so I'm like yeah I don't know if you know this is going to work out and so my therapist gave me a lot of exercises to figure out what I really wanted what I really wanted to do and stuff like that and so once I did that and I sometimes I just turn my phone off my phone stay on D&D all day and ever since Apple did that update my phone don't make no noise, okay? I only engage with people on my time. Okay. And they get, they can get upset about it if they want to, but you're on my clock, just like I'm on your clock. So if I hit you up and you're not available, okay then. And so, and that's usually what I tell my partners, like, hey, you before you call me, you ask me if I'm willing to take a call or not. You ask me if I'm, a, you know, if I'm available because you can't, think that you have access to me 24-7. Anybody that does that, that just blows up my phone, that just, you know, yeah, I, I was just complaining about the notify anyway thing on Twitter this morning because there was two guys actually that hit the notify anyway button. I'm like, oh no, you don't do that. We don't do that. Uh-uh, because I'm taking time to myself and I'm taking time to myself. I know that maybe in your head, you're thinking I'm, you know, I may be out with somebody else, okay? But respect that time, just like I respect your time. And so half the time, I'm in here sleep. Or (laughs) I'm reading a book. Or, you know, I'm kind of taking that alone time. And so I realized in this process that I really like my alone time. That I really like taking time to be by myself. And that's why a lot of my monogamous relationship didn't work out. I didn't know at the time. Because I really like to take time to myself. And really just do the things that I want to do on my own without having to entertain someone else beside me. And so um, I make sure that I value that time. I make sure that I, even if I'm just sitting here staring at the wall, at least I'm doing it by myself and I'm not giving that energy to anyone else. And so I do that Um, whenever I feel like it. I check out whenever I feel like it and they just have to get over it if they get upset about it. And that's it. Right on. So I know earlier on, you kind of mentioned a little bit about marriage 
is marriage a goal for you? Was marriage a goal for you? Or still kind of just playing it by ear type of thing? Um, marriage is still a goal. It's something I want and I feel like I can always get what I want. <laughs> um, and the way that I want it, if that makes sense. Marriage is definitely a goal of mine. It's something that I've always, well, not always, because at first I won't really like that. I'm going to be honest with you. Growing up, no. Kids, like, when my family found out I was pregnant, they were like, who? What? My brother? <laughs> who got pregnant? Who? Who? Huh? At least with someone? Like, because I've always been, like, mm, anti, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, okay, I desire to have a family. And the only time I really see myself having a family is with within marriage. And um, so I do want to get married. I do want to have kids, two of them. That's it. That's all that's coming out of me. And if the first one hurt too bad, I'm not having more. Um, but that's definitely a goal. I just have to make sure that, you know, it's with the right person and they check off pretty much everything not every single thing but most things on my list that are very important like non-negotiables which I've learned throughout this process of solo polyamory that you know it's very important to have someone that checks off all of your non-negotiables puts a little bit extra on the side and I haven't found that yet so I'm waiting if it happens it happens if it doesn't I wouldn't be too mad but I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen I mean you're you're still young so <laughs> not according to my mom <laughs> <laughs> no we're the, we're the same age so you are still young thank you i believe that my mom <laughs> my mom and my grandmother do not <laughs> so when you're dating the multiple men because each relationship is like a relationship how do you find out how to end it when things aren't working with one of them um that was also something that I had to work on with my um, therapist because I'm like, oh, well, it's not that serious. You know, we're not, you know, in a relationship for real, for real. Like we're in a relationship in a sense, but I, I didn't let that slide. But like you letting stuff slide and teaching people how to treat you. And if you're not cool with that, then one thing that they do and they don't change it, then you're going to have to cut them off. And so I had to say like, hey, I didn't like what you did there. But <laughs> and if they continue to do it, then you're getting cut off. I don't know what else to say or do. So I have to like sit them down or I'll, you know, give them a long text message or I call them or FaceTime them. Usually we FaceTime or call because I just cannot, me and texting just are not friends. But I'll let them know, like, hey, you know, I'm just I don't think that this is working out the way that we thought it would you know, for, you know, X, Y, and Z. And if we could just be friends, then that would be cool. But as far as the dating aspect, and you know, that's not going to be a thing. Like, no. So that whole text talking every day, not a thing. That whole talking most of the time, not a thing. Like, it's, it, we're just going to go back to being just platonic friends and it not being anything else. And um that doesn't really go over too well because they try to plead their cases and I've already made a decision. So you have to be very stern. And I think one thing about me before um, I was in therapy, well, before I started talking to my therapist about this, because I was kind of hiding it from her at first, um, uh, she had to say like, hey, you have to be very stern. Like if you don't like the way that something's happening, why are you letting it continue? Just because y'all not in a 
quote unquote relationship based on society standards, you are in a relationship and they have to respect you and your boundaries and you have to set those boundaries. And if they keep crossing them, they have to go. And so I have to really put my foot down with a few people and just say it out front. Like, this is why I'm cutting you off. This is why, you know, this can't continue and keep it moving. And they, they, <laughs> they, they end with the dramatics. The men can be very dramatic. Don't let them tell you otherwise. They are very dramatic people, oftentimes more dramatic than we are. And um, it, I mean, eventually we get cool again, like as far as friends are concerned, and that's that. So I guess, well, since they're all on the same like plane field, do you have to tell your others when you drop one or when you add one or is no. that how that works? Okay. No, not necessarily. Some guys want to know like, hey, in order for this to work out for me, you know, I want to know how many people you're dating, you know, just so I'm, you know, kind of not in my head about it. Like, because there are men that are, they'll get in their head about it and they'll just never get out of it and things will crash and burn because they're in their head. So, like, some of them want to know how many people I'm dating and they usually won't even check in about it. Like, oh, how many people you're dating now? Like, they just want to know up, up front, like, how many people I'm dating and I'll let them know, like, hey, I'm dating about, you know, these many people. And some people just like, <laughs> we're gonna stop right here. Hard stop. <laughs> We're done. I don't need to know anything else. And then some guys like, okay, well, how how is that going? And I'm like, okay, well, kind of my boundary is not knowing a whole lot about, you know, what's going on in your lives with, you know, the other women that you're dating, and also you not knowing a whole lot about. So I can tell you to the extent of, you know, to a certain extent about the other connections, but outside of that, no, sir. So um usually they don't even ask they'll just keep it whatever if they see something on my social media like if they comment or something they're gonna be like oh this one of your little friends and i'll be like uh, might be you know yeah you know you know and so but outside of that like it's not really super super deep so i don't have to do out of hell drop add drop period and let them know no not send a text like i've added one i've deleted one nothing like that yeah no heck i would i wouldn't do it anyway i'm like okay if you need that i'm not the one for you because that's too much this ain't it (laughs) okay another question that i have is so what's been like guess like your longest relationship inside of your solo polyamory journey and what's been like the shortest or i don't know if you keep track or not i'm I'm trying to think because i don't really keep track but i could i could it's not like i'm an animal like i could yeah i i I know like when i start messing with some people because they're actually real connections so i mean there's one that had lasted about two years there's another guy that's kind of back and has been around for about five years so i guess that's a long longest for real um because he does not play about me um yeah I think he thinks I'm his wife but we we gonna figure that out um so yeah it's been about five years with him yeah that's crazy and like the shortest (laughs) maybe a month like the guy was that was Chick-fil-A dude oh okay (laughs) yeah Chick-fil-A dude dude was just not it just not it (laughs) <laughs> not it at all 
do you do like dating anniversaries with them type of thing or is that too not monogamous but like too traditional in the sense okay that seems too traditional to me but i was i'm not a lot it did kind of happen once we didn't like do no a big thing but we did acknowledge it uh and it was a guy that i actually caught feelings for so like for one of them and um yeah we we acknowledged it but we didn't make a huge huge deal out of it we were very romantic and i really like romantic guys and so we definitely acknowledged it but we didn't do too much not no not like a okay we boyfriend and girlfriend we, we, we've been dating for a year like no we didn't do all that i couldn't do it i couldn't do it because it, it like I think it sends the wrong message. Like, yeah, no. I'm just asking all these questions because like I said earlier, honestly, I've never heard or have been able to talk to somebody that's been open about um, mm -hmm. living a solo polyamorous lifestyle. So mm -hmm. this is completely new to, I think both of us. So absolutely. Just, yeah. So just hearing you talk about it, it's just like, so how does it work? How does this happen? And I know it's, from your perspective and I guess mm -hmm. if we were to talk to somebody else that you also lives a lifestyle it'll be different but mm -hmm. like I said just talking to you and hearing your experience with it is really eye-opening 100 percent well I'm glad I got open your side <laughs> <laughs> I like that but yeah I, uh, I don't think I could do it I am very clingy to a degree um I feel like I like the idea of it, but I don't know if I could do it in practice. And that's honest, for real. That's, that's all you need to know, for real. Can you do it? Can you not? And some people have to try it in order to see if they can do it. And some people just know off the bat, like, hey, that's not something I can do. So I'm going to go ahead and pass. Uh, I, I commend them because some people just try it just to say they did and it crashes and burns because there are people that are a lot more clingy than others and I am not one of those ones and I I, I kind of quote unquote get in trouble with my partners with the heck because I'm just like eh no I'm going over there and I'm going to do this with this person and I'm I'm kind of like it, there have been people that have asked me not my partners but there have been people that have asked me like hey how can you do like what are you like they call me a psychopath like because I'm able to have these connections with these people and it'd be so many of them but it's like maybe it's because I got ADHD I don't know but also um it's because I know that I personally like space I'm not in the mindset of you know hey I'm ready to get married right now this very moment and mm -hmm. I'm getting to know people and but I don't feel that it's just, oh, we're just friends. We're just, you know, simply just hanging out. Like we actually do have really good connections and they're like little relationships. So I think that's really the difference because I don't just enter in with someone not caring about them, not really, you know, being super nonchalant about them. Like we aid each other in different ways. Every relationship is different. And so um 
Yeah. And a lot of people can't handle that. Like, hey, I have this connection with this person and this connection with this person. Like that is too much. But I I can handle it for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, but it works out for me and it works out for quite a few people that I've met. So, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So like the connections that you make with people, like, let's say emotional connections, is it the same, like 100% you're giving to each person or does your emotional connections like vary? Absolutely not. No. And they know that. <laughs> um, I feel like my ultimate responsibility is myself because I, I feel like I haven't quite mastered that within monogamy. And I think that's why my monogamous relationship don't work out um, because I'm not able to recognize, OK, I'm giving too much of myself until it's too late where I done burned out or something crazy happens. And so um, my main focus, especially in solo polyamory is myself and making sure that energy goes into myself and I get whatever's left over to whoever I'm dating and they know that they they get it they understand and you know for the most part I'm, I'm respected and they respect that and they you know do give me my space outside of them two knuckleheads this morning and yeah I, and it's, it's really good like my energy stays here and if I feel like giving it out, it gets given out. And if it doesn't, it don't. And I'll catch y'all another time. Maybe later. Okay. That makes that makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> because I will say before um before we had started your episode, I was talking to Janelle and I was just like, cause you mentioned it earlier. You said that people say, oh, solo polyamorous is just like dating. And I literally just told Janelle that. I was like, I bet you it's just going to be solo polyamorous is just what we call dating. And so hearing you talk about it, I'm just like, I I take it all back. I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What I thought I knew was kind of wrong. It's really not at all. It's not just dating. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this person. I'm kind of taking that connection back and kind of date this other person it's like we do have connections and we date we go on multiple dates you know as long as they don't get cut off um shoot I get cut off sometimes sometimes I'm not what they want and that's okay and I don't take offense to it I just keep it moving and um that's a that's perfectly fine but like I I don't think that it's just dating because just dating is like, oh, okay, I got this casual thing over here. I got this casual thing over here. I got this casual thing over here. And, you know, I might not talk to them after a day, you know, whatever. And I, I'm choosing one of them. Like, they are all kind of on the same playing field. I give them all, I want to say equal amounts of attention because sometimes I just don't feel like they bother with some of them and I'll just go over there and then I'll flip flop or whatever happens. Um, but, um, I will say we have all deep connections to the point where we talk about life things. Like, it's not just like, oh, okay, we're going to go hang out and have fun. It's like, no, we go hang out, we have fun, but we also, also challenge each other to grow. We also have deep connections and deep conversations about real life things and like pushing each other forward, whether it's in business, whether it's in, you know, the entertainment industry, whether it's in, you know, within relationships and we're just talking about that and therapy and stuff like that and so um because 
there's quite a few guys that I'm dating that are actually actively in therapy. I'm trying to get it switched up to where everybody's actively in therapy. But like, <laughs> <laughs> where when we talk, we talk about our therapy sessions. We're open about that and like what we're working on and we help each other work um, things together. And so it's not just dating. It's not just, oh, okay, I'm going to hang out with this person. No, it's really, 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 it's really intimate. It is. They're all intimate. I will say that. Right on. All right. So, Aliyah Jamari, before we let you go, first of all, we want to say thank you for coming on and being a guest and shedding some light on this topic that, like mm -hmm. I said, we did not know about. But before we let you go, we have one last question that we ask all of our guests. And that question is, is marriage worth it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think marriage is worth it. Um, have I found somebody to find that's worthy of marriage? No, but um, not yet, should I say. Um, Ooh, marriage love that. <laughs> marriage is worth it, but you haven't found anybody worthy of marriage. Correct. All righty. So is there anything that you would like to plug? Um... No, not really. I don't want to take away the shine. Of the, you know, I really like y'all podcast, so I'm going to just leave y'all, you know, there. Um, y'all can follow me on social me media. I'm Aaliyah Jamari on every platform. My website is aaliyahjamari.com. So, I mean, y'all follow me, y'all, you know. That's that's really it. I don't, I don't want to take away from y'all shine and what y'all do, because I really like what y'all are doing. Well, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. You can follow us at marriage worth it on twitter and instagram you can also email us at marriageworthit at gmail.com if you have any questions would like to be a guest or guys it's four seasons you can send us dates to the to the email um you can also follow us on tiktok with the same name uh i'm janelle and i'm monique and this, and has this has been, been is marriage worth it <laughs>